In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The text for the homily is the lesson just read, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 through 14. The opening words of 2 Timothy inform us that the epistle was written to Timothy, the Apostle Paul's spiritual son. This epistle has been handed down in the church for almost 2,000 years. Today, in the present context, the message of our text is addressed to every baptized Christian present this morning. This past weekend, many people in New Orleans and St. Louis were observing Mardi Gras. Many others were focusing their attention on the physical achievements of, of athletes at the Winter Olympics. Yesterday, many Christians who follow the church year observed the transfiguration of our Lord. They were reminded that the babe of Bethlehem is the Son of God, very God of very God. Today, the Monday following the transfiguration of our Lord, our text addresses each one of us as a baptized child of God in whom the Holy Spirit dwells. Through the words of the Apostle Paul, the Holy Spirit invites you and me to face the realities of living in a present world, of being present-day disciples of Jesus Christ. As Paul in our text invited Timothy to be his co-worker for the gospel, so we are invited to be co-sufferers for the gospel also. This invitation is repeated in the second chapter of 2 Timothy. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. We are challenged to ask the question, how much am I willing to suffer for my faith in Jesus Christ? Christians in other parts of the world endure violence, imprisonment, and even death for their witness to the Lord. At the present time, we may not be called on to suffer violence in response to our giving witness to our faith in Jesus Christ, but opposition does come and will come. Messages hostile to the gospel come to us through the media, directly and indirectly, through sight and sound. We encounter people out in the community who question the very existence of God. People deny the divinity of Jesus Christ. People have no regard for the sanctity of life. Still others question whether there will be a day of reckoning. In the third chapter of 2 Timothy, the description that the Apostle Paul gives of opponents to his Christian witness fits very well today. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving God, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Quite a description. Our text, on the other hand, reminds us that we, 
reminds us of who we are and whose we are as Christians. God saved us and called us, not on the basis of our works, but in accordance with his own purpose and grace. In Christ Jesus, before the world of time and space, God's purpose and grace were revealed in the world of time and space through the epiphany, through the revelation of our Savior Jesus Christ, who abolished death, who brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Our text informs us that even though St. Paul was imprisoned for bearing witness to the gospel, he was not ashamed because he knew who had brought him to faith and was confident that the same Lord would guard him until that day. Each one of us whom the Holy Spirit has called to faith through the gospel is urged to share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. In his holy word, God has provided for us the pattern of sound words, the standard of sound teaching in faith and love in Christ Jesus. Our challenge is to guard the precious inheritance God has given us until that day. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, who through holy baptism now lives in us. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.